Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast, where we talk all things forgiveness, restoration, freedom, healing, and wholeness, so that we can walk in God's purpose and calling for our lives with courage and boldness. I am your host, Tanya B. Jones. How are you all doing this week? Yay, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I am doing well. I am doing phenomenally well. Um, God is blessing. God is doing some amazing things. Um, I tell people all the time that he just has me in awe of um, his his grace and his mercy and his favor. I mean, I, my my life, whew, I just, y'all, I could do this all day. I could talk about God, my father, all day. So um, yes, things are going well. Things are going very well. Things are happening and I cannot wait to share those things with you. So that will be coming soon. Listen, I need you guys to do me a favor. If you are listening on uh, YouTube, I'm asking that you would subscribe to the channel. If you are uh, listening on your platform, please save the, the podcast. I'm asking that if you have a moment to spare, would you rate and review the podcast? That's how it gets out to people. That's how our audience grows. And I would appreciate it if um, you would take the time to do that for me. And I want to say thank you in advance. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, so today's podcast is going to be on on a subject that isn't always easy to embrace. We, We don't always want to deal with this little subject, but it is something that we must do in order to heal. And that is we must embrace truth. That's right. We're going to be talking about truth today. So the reason why this came to me is because I was having a conversation with someone who I'm coaching and um, I told them that it is required to face and embrace the truth in order to heal. There's no other way. Um, Truth brings the healing. Truth brings our souls to where they need to be. Truth is like the impetus to healing. You can't embrace healing unless you embrace truth. You have to face it. And once you face it, once you embrace it, the healing can begin. And let me tell you, I'm going to remind you all of my definition of healing. Healing for me is when my being and my living are at peace with past offenses that once had the power to hold me hostage. If you see my my shirt here, my mantra is, I found beauty beyond the ashes. I am healed whole and walking in freedom. And one of the things that I did was I embraced the truth of my story. I embraced the truth of my past. And oftentimes we don't want to face the truth because it might make us have to have some type of ownership in that, in that truth, um, in our stories. And sometimes we are stuck at blaming others. We are stuck at blaming circumstances. We are stuck in blame mode that we can't even see the, the, the truth. And let me tell you something. Sometimes, um, the, the truth you may not even have a particular place in the the truth of the story, right? There is not about blaming. 
It's about accountability. And you may not have any accountability. What do I mean by that? If you were molested as a child, there is no accountability on your part, not a single bit of it. Sometimes things happen to us that we don't want to talk about the truths of it just because it hurts so bad. I could not imagine the truth of my father touched me inappropriately. Until you can can face that truth, gosh, how can you heal? How can you heal? Although there's no accountability for you in that, it's something that you have to face. And then you have to just take ownership that that is, that's my truth. That's what happened. And, and let's, let's be healed from that. Let's take that truth and make it that it no longer has the power to hold me hostage to it. You can overcome that. And, and I want to, I want to show you an example, um, with my own life. Um, I was thinking like, how can I bring this to life? And two things popped up and I'm, I'm doing two because I want to show you how actually facing and embracing one thing helped me to release myself from another thing. Okay. Um, my story, um, was, was self-inflicted. So I have some accountability in mind, right? And I was so angry with the situation. I was so angry with other people. And I was definitely angry with myself. And we're we're going to talk about the 17-year-old Tanya. Um, we're going to talk about the 17-year-old young girl who made a decision to have an abortion. So in therapy... My therapist, as I was talking, made the statement, you cannot hold the 17-year-old Tanya hostage with the 50-year-old Tanya's knowledge. And when he first said that, I rejected that. I was like, oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I knew better. I I I just had no compassion for me at that time. but. Once I started writing things out and I was able to purge the feelings of my heart to um, give language to what I was feeling on the inside, I realized that I I was angry at 17-year-old Tanya for the decision that she made. I had no compassion for her. I had no willingness to look at her circumstances. But when I did, I was able to say, to the 17-year-old Tanya, I'm sorry that you felt you had to make that decision. I'm sorry that you found yourself in circumstances that made you have to make a very adult decision. I'm sorry that you felt that you were too alone to uh, make a better decision. I'm sorry about the turmoil that was your life at that time. And I was able to say to the 17-year-old Tanya, regardless of the decision that you made, I still love you. Regardless of the decision that you made, I'm still proud of you. I had to, to take that truth of I was 17 years old and I did the best I could with what I had. 
Right or wrong, that is the truth. I did the best I could in the situation that I was in with the knowledge that I had. I cannot um, continue to use that to beat myself up. So once I faced that truth, I was able to embrace myself and say, you know, um, this is my story. I am forgiven. I accept that forgiveness and I am still loved. I am still adored. I am still admired. I am still worthy. I am still purposeful. I still have a calling on my life. Those were the things that I was able to embrace, right? So that was number one. Once I did that, then I had to sit on the second part of where my anger lied. So I was very angry because there were people who lied to me. There were people who told me lies in order to invoke fear in me. There were people who told lies to hurt to hurt me. Okay. Um, and that made me very angry. And I I was very angry. I, I don't want to say I hated those people, but it might have been really close. But I was very angry. But once I figured out that I couldn't hold 17-year-old Tanya hostage, I was able, this, this was a lot of work. It wasn't easy. I had to then say, you can't hold them hostage either because they were doing what 17 and 18-year-olds do. You cannot be angry with them for doing what they knew to do in the circumstances with the information that they had. You cannot be angry with them for their participation in your decision. If you forgive yourself, you have to forgive them too. That took me a long way. That took me a long way. And, and I will tell you when, let me, did I give you all my definition? Yes, I did. My definition of healing. That is, is the part where that past defense had the power to hold me hostage. Always, always immediate anger, um, hearing their names, seeing them, hearing thing, anything about them. I would immediately, there was there was a surge of feelings that I would have. That's called the power to hold me hostage. I had to let that go too. I had to let that go too. And it was it wasn't easy. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of journaling. It was a lot of honesty. It was a lot of truth that I had to face. Truth that I didn't want to. Truth that I didn't, matter of fact, truth that I didn't even know. Truths that I did not know for myself because I was so engulfed in anger. I was so engulfed in bitterness and just, um, and, and, and if you all know my story, um, you, you know that that wasn't all that I did. That wasn't, that was the beginning of my 
decisions. Um, and if you don't know my story, um, I do have an episode that tells my entire story. Um, and, and then that was the, the point at which I was beginning to embrace the truth of my, my story and being able to, to actually tell it all, you know. So, um, I, I ask that you would go back and, and listen to that if you haven't, but, um, but that's a that's a big part of the healing process is embracing your truth and um and and some of our truths are very very deep some of our truths are very multi layered as mine was um but it's still imperative that you deal with the truth of your story um and and one of the big truths is facing the fact that you're not telling the truth. What one of the big things is, and and it may not be intentionally, you may just not know how to um tell the truth, how to extract the truths of your story. Someone led me through that. Someone had to guide me through understanding my own truth as I told my story, because I couldn't. I, I couldn't see it. I was so blinded by anger and fear, disillusionment, all of that. So in order to to um to embrace where I was, I had in the moment at the age of 50, in order to embrace that moment, I had to go back. I had to go back to the 17-year-old Tanya, where it all began, where it all began. And some of us are running so far from that point. Some of us have buried that point so deeply. We we don't even know the truth because it's buried so deeply. But in order to heal, in order to release the power of those offenses um, that they have on you to, to unshackle from the shame, unshackle from the regret, unshackle from the guilt, you have to go back and face that truth. And that's something that I help people do. That's that's what I um I've been called to do. Um, and that that helps to release us from the shackles of shame. It helps us to open the prisons that have held us hostage and and imprisoned for so long. Um, and to be able to get to a point where you can say, um, I found beauty beyond my ashes. I am healed, whole, and walking in freedom. And let me tell you, that's one of, I, I couldn't imagine being where I am right now. This was an unimaginable um, place. It wasn't something that I could even dream of. Like I saw other people and I longed for it. I longed for it, but I just couldn't see it ever happening. Not, not until not until I was able to make a decision to face my truth. And that's where it begins. It begins with you making a decision to, to face your truth. It begins with the decision that I am ready to heal. It begins with the decision that I am ready to be all that God has called me to be. You have a calling on your life. You have a purpose. And, and the only way that God can can uh, really take you to the level and the heights that he wants to take you to is you've got to heal. You've got to heal that hole in your soul. I did an episode about that last week. That's y'all. It's still working with me. You hear me? 
that episode is still. And I think that's where all of this new material is coming from. Just understanding how to heal the hole in your soul. And it begins with um, a Band-Aid of truth. It begins with putting truth over that so that it could it, it can begin to heal. It can stop the bleeding. It can stop the bleeding. Listen, I'm so happy that you all take the time to um, listen to what God puts on my heart to give. And I pray, I pray that it um, touches you, that it changes your lives, that it begins to transform you from your brokenness into your beauty. I love you all. Listen, join me again next week, same time, same place. But I want to say this until then. Don't be so uncomfortable with the darkness of your past that you're too fearful to walk into the light of your future. Y'all have a great day. Love you. Bye-bye.